Okay, we are fucking back. Holy shit. I am now on the, uh, what is it, the 10th or 11th of January 2020, recording the final little intro and, you know, just a couple of track announcements that we missed when recording this live. I'm finally releasing an episode I did on the 24th of August last year with Zoot. He's affiliated with the Conspiracy Crew at times and Vibe Tribe. He's a proper hybrid between Sydney and Newcastle. Uh, Zoot is a producer. Actually, recently he's uh, he released his first EP and um, he's a, a selector and actually getting quite into the live uh, production side of things, uh, which we had a great chat about. And uh, first of all, massive apologies to Zoot for how long it's taken me to put this one out. Uh, I, um, as some will know, got married over the uh, last couple of months, got uh, married in October, and we were doing renovations for our new deck and studio uh, in time for the wedding, so pretty much the last free weekend I had to sort of uh, do whatever I wanted was the the one where we recorded this episode, so it kind of really got away on me, and then naturally, because of the nature of the renovations and the way I had my studio equipment all set up, it all went into storage and didn't quite get back out and functional until after the wedding, at which point it was... Uh, Christmas and uh, I could make up a fuckload more excuses but it's not really that interesting. The reality is I'm a piece of shit who hasn't uh, released this episode for fucking ages but uh, I've got uh, a couple of really good guests lined up uh, coming very soon so I absolutely just had to get my shit together and um, finish off uh, rendering all the audio tracks and uploading them uh, for you guys but this man uh, going back through and listening to the actual episode was uh was fucking cool uh i forgot how much stuff we uh caught up about and um it's definitely one of those uh guys who uh i'm very interested to see what he does over the next uh couple of years he's um quite young and and really creative with the way he's approaching music in general and uh, you know, we, we, we covered a, a fair range of what the kind of musical influences this guy has, you know, including, you know, even things like hip hop and uh, soul and and uh, a lot of really old cuts that he picked up in Japan, something that happened to me a number of years ago, which was uh, really uh, important for the way I mix and collect today. So anyways, without further ado, here is Zoot. House music. House music. House music. House music. It sort of all started as an idea when you're at actual kickoffs, like those times where you you're just half jibber jabber about the label that tune where you bought it or who's got it or yeah. I lost this record or blah 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 and that to me is a, yeah 
it's just interesting, especially with some of the characters I've hung out with over the years. Like so many good conversations. And <laughs> <so>. you <laughs> wake up there and go, "Oh, last night was wicked. I can't remember anything, but it was. I'm, I'm sure it was good." So. Yeah, you remember that one connection with some <laughs> random person you don't know their name, but <laughs> yeah, that's it. So good. Speaking of, speaking of which, that um the warehouse party, yeah, the, the Spark House. You it was so much fun. were trying to hang in there out at um to catch Phil Shaw's set. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I, I chickened out. I bloody. <laughs> I had a big day the next day um, painting my house, but mm. I did manage to catch most of Laurie's set, which was pretty intense. Yeah, it, it, was, was it was good. Usually, like, I'm not into the more progressive stuff, but they had a flamethrower inside. They had three flamethrowers on it. So, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, that definitely changed the whole atmosphere. I can see, like, I can see why people enjoy that music so much with that kind of atmosphere or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever you want to call it it was cool yeah I, I feel like there's a few genres for me that I, I and I've actually said this to a couple of people where I've said okay pick the event that like is the proper introduction to that sound because mm. I don't get the sound right now yeah so but I'm sure everyone's liking it for a reason like there's a reason everyone likes liquid drum and bass yeah but yeah. I haven't worked that out yet so when you see an event <laughs> that is like the oh this is the one come along yeah. I'll come along with an open mind and see it so I feel like that warehouse party was definitely the right environment for you know especially like someone like Laurie's sound mm, uh, you know with really all good. the like he even made some little podiums there's people up there with like glow stick twirling yeah and, I had a good little boogie up there <laughs> yeah. it was so much fun no, and Phil's set was great as well ended up staying for almost the whole thing yeah and it was right. really cool like oh, nice good one. energy really interesting funky dirty it was, yeah, yeah, it was yep. really good yeah yeah well we, we had him on uh, last episode as well and yeah man he's just um and it's funny because he's predominantly buys like a lot of digital these days but um but he's been purchasing a lot of wax so we, mm. we kind of had him around and he, even just him playing the same tracks from like an lp like you'd sort of go oh what's this and he's like oh yes yeah, there's another song from that release we were looking at before and it's like oh shit it's totally different and he's yeah. so his taste sort of it's really uh spans a lot of different styles and yeah uh, it was cool and, and and years as well so it's um i was i was a bit spewing i didn't get to see him because guys like phil and laurie um in particular put in so much physical um effort into newcastle so I love it mm. when they get a good set, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's of course, kind of It's of kind of that sense of, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's always good seeing someone that you know personally, yeah. like, killing it. Yeah, straight. yeah, absolutely. And, fuck, there were so many people there. I don't know. I don't, what, what do we reckon, like three, four hundred? I reckon, or? yeah, there was a good 400 in there. I mm. remember walking in and it was, like, that huge high ceiling all mm. lit up with a 20-foot LED dragon with a <laughs> with a flamethrower head on the end. It was crazy. you got to have a flamethrower if you're going to get 20-foot dragon. <laughs> Yeah, that was so fun. Best yeah. I've been to for a while. Yeah, I'm sure. no, for for sure. I I just I was actually pretty drunk. There's some little videos I'm filming of the dragon, but you can also hear me like rambling on. I'm like, hey, believe this is you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I was pretty pumped. It was it was a heap of fun. And and you know that they they sort of they had a bunch of other stuff going on. They had some live bands. They had um like a gladiator sort of thunderdome commentary thing yeah. I, I was not able to even get close to it it was just packed in there so but no, it just it was time. an interesting take to sort of go yep look we're going to do the dancing but before him we've got this space we've got all these people let's do some other you know community sort of i don't know entertainment sort of stuff so kind mm. of, I, I kind of feel like i wonder if that uh sort of well first of all warm the crowd up quite a lot the first uh, you know to begin with and then also getting everyone 
you know, a taste of something other than just, you know, a rave. Yeah, so. yeah well, it was really diverse, which was nice. And I think that's why it worked so well because I had so many different people mm. from so many different circles of yeah. friends. And that's what you need, right? You don't yeah. want to get too snobby about yeah. certain genres and yeah, certain that's right. things. It's good to mix it up. That's right. It, it, I've actually seen uh, like a lot of, you know, and they all come from an innocent place, like the comments on Facebook about, oh, it's so nice to be around like-minded people. And I'm like, it's kind of always ticked in my head. I'm like, oh, but you do want to, you know, you don't want to mm. just be, with people that think exactly like of you course, want, you want yeah, a little yeah. bit of mix Otherwise in there, just, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like the echo chamber. Yeah, thing. You exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, within reason, I guess it's, um, you know, it's good to, it's good to have, um, especially a bit, an event that big, you know, not have any problems and certainly be as fun as it was. I was, as I said, I, I was actually just going down just to be like, Oh, I better go. You know, there's a, mm. there's a party in Newcastle, go support it. And then, I had all these plans. I was getting up real early to paint my house the next day, and then I was away for work down in Tassie for six days. So I, I couldn't really um, commit to a big night. But then, as soon as I got there, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. If you, if it's good music and good people, like I could go to one of those things completely sober. I yeah, still have yeah. Time I, I, I agree, actually. Um, especially now, um, getting to the point where I'm actually. Uh, sort of peeling back the layers on all the crafts involved and, and like by that I mean like uh you know the bookings and like the decor lights sound mm. and then the selectors you know like it's just sort of like I can um there's a lot going on that and and in fact when I when I actually get pretty drunk and you know have a good night and then I think oh what was it that I liked about that again and I'm like oh, fuck <laughs> I just know it was fun you know it's I'm sort of I'm getting a bit bored with that and a bit more interested in actually breaking down you know what I liked yeah. about it you know being someone who dabbles a little bit in putting some parties on and, and wanting to mm. um, probably understand how it's done well I guess you know but, yeah yeah I think that's a really really interesting point like I worked as uh, on the arts team for Subsonic last year with Jackson Winter and stuff oh yeah and so that was the first time I'd been there for the build. I've gone to Subsonic a few years in a row, but that was the first time that I was actually part of the whole process. And it's so different seeing the whole thing come together. From yeah, like, right. You know, like an empty an empty site to yeah. like this entire festival. Especially when you know what the site people. looks like. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you've been before and, you, and you're like, oh, geez, yeah, we've got a long way to go to get it to... <laughs> to what you know it is and then yeah there must be a heap of people involved right yeah yeah huge team and it was yeah such a good experience yeah so good yeah. yeah yeah so yeah, the, you just did the last the one just, just on last year yeah, with yeah. all the rain and all that yeah yeah it was yeah. pretty it was full on but <laughs> so much fun yeah nice so what, what what section were you working with i was working on the river stage yeah so with, with um jackson and yeah that. yeah oh nice yes that oh, was really cool oh, that's awesome Good to be a part of. Yeah, and any any idea whether you're going to do it again this year or? Yeah, I think I'm going to be involved in it this year as yeah, well. Nice so one. looking forward to oh, it. Shit, it should yeah. be good. This year's lineup's just fucking insane. Oh, it's unreal. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, can't wait. I kind of like last. I think last year was the ten year one, right? Yes. And I think it was. Yeah, I think it was funny because the nine the nine year one, I was I was pretty amped about the lineup. The ten year one, I still liked it, but I thought, oh. But, you know, I just thought being a 10-year, like, I would connect a bit more with what was on there. But this year's, yeah. like, like stepped up big time for oh, me. Oh, so, so good. It's just, I, I guess it's just, you know, it's just um, roll the dice depending on what you're into and what the, who mm. they get and everything. But it's, um, yeah, it's definitely one of those weekends where you sort of have it in the calendar locked and loaded for a long time, I guess. You know, it's just... Yeah, best yeah, weekend of the year. Yeah, yeah. The only <laughs> one sure. I, I've missed since I started going was a, a good mate of mine had a wedding on 
So I was pretty well. For, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. But um, yeah. Anyways, um, we were talking um through the week, and you were talking about um bringing a few different sort of tunes along and um yeah bits and pieces. So yeah, what what, what do you got for us? I reckon I'll start with this one. This is an ambient record from where are we? Mel Quades. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I love this. This happened, it, this, this happened to feel last time. So the, <laughs> all all episodes um, are just me trying horribly to pronounce <laughs> to pronounce so words, and you're just like, oh, I know, I know that so well. But then you actually go to say it, and you're like, oh fuck, I don't know, I don't know how to say that at all. <laughs> anyway, regardless, this is one of my favourite ambient tracks. I reckon. Bit genre schmonra. Yeah, yeah you know, no, you know, I'm, like, 
you know, Man. tell someone what it is when you don't quite know. After I after I did the first episode, I literally started looking up. It's minimal music called minimal. Music. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there going, Jesus! I, I, I once you actually have to start, you know, staying and defining. Oh, this is this. You just feel like a million eyes on the back of your head who are yeah, people I just know, going, no, nah, that's not what that is. You know, you're like, oh, fuck off, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. But it's good to chat about that stuff because then, like, you're generally going to learn something along the way. Yeah, as well. shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you to throw something out there. Yeah. Yeah, so these guys are really cool. Got a bunch of their records. And so who, who is it? Sorry? Here, I'll pass it over. Oh, cheers. Here we go. Um, oh. <laughs> Milkways. Milkways? Milkways. Yeah. I know what the next word is. It's blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this whole record is, is pretty similar in this vein? Yeah, yeah, so it's got... It's got the... It's got... What have we got? Uh, four tracks and one remix on here. And uh, yeah, all pretty well electronic sort of ambient. Yeah, so of. it's like electronic ambient. I think they use a lot of field recordings and things like that. And I think the guys, or a few of the guys play live. So I haven't actually seen them, but I'm really yeah. interested to watch one of their gigs because it's about to be pretty interesting seeing this stuff live. Yeah. It must be quite complex. Because I mean, the live elements, um, what you're getting into at the moment, like a lot lately, like yeah, you've been getting into... Well, the hardware in a pretty big way. Yeah, yeah, been pretty much just stuck into that for the last 12 months or so. So I started making some music, uh, just mucking around on a laptop on Ableton and stuff, and spent quite a long time trying to get the hang of that and just never really did. Like, I just, it, nothing yeah. was organic or working. And then I bought my first drum machine, which was a TR8, a couple of years ago. Yep. And it just all kind of blossomed from there. So got really into that. And then from there, it's just been nonstop, just buying heaps of hardware, yeah. experimenting, buying stuff, selling it, getting new gear. It's just yeah, like right. a bit of a bit of a black hole. Yeah. But I've finally got to the point where I've kind of built like quite a comfortable setup and worked out exactly how I want to play without a laptop as well. So it's a whole hardware setup. And yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Man. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm really drawn to that stuff as well. I um, I really enjoy uh quite involved in what's yeah. happening uh, hence the records i just mm. i enjoy my i would mix much better yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. CDJs. Of i would be i'd probably be a lot further than where i am but i just mm. enjoy i just enjoy myself so much more with all of that risk and all of the yeah. you know the consequence and and the whole ritual of going out and buying it and all of that and uh, i think i think that i i'm not too many years behind yet in the terms of this hardware pursuit you know i've um I've I've got a a Moog a sub thirty seven. Cool. Really, really nice bit of gear. Um and you know, I'm I I unfortunately I haven't given it the time to properly learn mm. it. I just sort of fuck around. Synthesis and, you know. is hard. Like I I like playing heaps of keys, but I've never really got my head around like proper synthesis. Muck yeah. around a little bit. But yeah. it's pretty tricky. Like you see the guys yeah. using modulars and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. No, nah, and and what's that one? Yeah, I guess like is the modular one where you got the sections that you can yeah. add? To? Yeah, yeah. So modular synthesis is like a setup of individual modules that are all routed through each other. And so I think theoretically it's like a, an 
infinite amount of possibility yeah. in, in modular synthesis. So that's yeah. why people love it so much because you can just do anything and, you know, nothing's ever going to sound the same. And it's a chain of that signal, right? Yeah. So you got this gear and it's going down this path and then you can, like, move yeah. pieces and... Yeah, and that so, sound goes into that or whatever, yeah? Yeah, so you start with a sequencer and write your pattern and then you run that into one module, which I don't actually know a whole lot yeah, about yeah. it, but from what I know, you run it into that one module and then that one module will affect it in whatever way that it's meant to. And then from there, you just chain things up like through just little cables and it's just like an endless sequence of signals running through each other and changing through the different modules and different huh. like, effects and everything i've oh, I played okay. one once and it was unreal it oh was really wild. that's yeah. awesome Fuck. it was so much fun because uh, one of the things i've found with the hardware side is like it, it is a little bit hard to just get that um that first um like how long how many hours you got to put into it first before you get that oh that was fun you know like yeah. because you can walk up to some drum machines in a music store and go, blah, 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 I don't know what I'm doing. You've got to learn hours. a certain amount to get to a point where you can even play with it, you know? Yeah. So there's and a little barrier for entry, I guess, so to speak there. And it's also quite hard to know what suits you as well. Like it's taken me such a long time to get to the point where I actually know what I need and what I want to use for my live sets. Yeah, right. So essentially I am running from an MPC, which is like the heart of my live yep. setup, which are like the old uh, samplers and drum machines from yep. the late 80s. That's actually what I was picturing when I was telling you that like you walk up to and go, oh, I'm going to play with this. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. but I don't know how to use it. So I can't even play. <laughs> like uh, um, Nath uh, from Touch of Loft and Mitch Parkinson from uh, Rhapsody, they got a little studio above a cafe called Rolling Penny in, New in Newtown. It's awesome. There's all this fucking cool hardware. I've sort of put my uh, sub 37 as a contribution to the mix there you got all this gear and i was like oh yeah i spent an afternoon playing i was like fuck i'm gonna need a whole lot more than an afternoon to get anything out of there i gotta watch tutorials i gotta do this so the mpc was literally uh what i was thinking of when i was describing it so you yeah. got one of them in there yeah so i've got an mpc and that's the main sequencer of the whole setup so mm -hmm. from the mpc that's where i've got like essentially like my backing tracks and my songs yeah in their little little uh groove or whatever so i have like an eight bar or 16 bar groove which is just plays on a loop so you hit play and it mm. just plays on a loop continuously yeah. and then i have individual outs running from the mpc to a external mixer like a 16 channel uh like audio mixer yep and so then from there i can bring in all my different elements like you know kick clap percussion drums and you got a bit of like you know, you base control and over like those yeah. individual channels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, you've got all your control over individual channels so you can muck around with the EQs or effects or anything, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I've got MIDI sequences running into my TR8 drum machine, which I yep. use for like, like hats and all that kind of stuff. And then from there, I've got uh, a MIDI sequence running into a looper and another two synths so essentially the whole thing just runs on one big loop so you can hit play on the mpc and it'll just play this sequence or the individual sequences that are in the individual units mm. continuously so you can build a whole track and then you can just sit there just playing around with all the effects Pulling and filters bits and pieces and, yeah. in and out yeah, yeah yeah so that's what i've been really trying to get the hang of wow that's over the awesome. last just this year basically because yeah. it's like a whole whole different kind oh, of it's world. a whole discipline like it's a yeah, yeah it's um i think 
who was I listening to? I think it uh, is a, a Move D or uh, I think Villa Lobos does it a bit. Um, just with the, the with the all the sequences and stuff like that. They, um, yeah. Just sounds like a whole world to disappear into. But all mm. of them talk about like um, the stress of it. Like it's like oh you know like sometimes I just like DJing because I just get up and have fun. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, but like course. when I'm doing this, I've got to. I can't just turn up and go. I've got to be like mm. really got to be onto it. Onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, lot of preparation, a lot of practice, a lot of um, knowing your gear and knowing what to do. And um, mm. yeah, I think I think I feel like it was Villa Lobos. I think he was sort of saying like the the amount of work you got to put in to just deliver something good is like this much, but the amount to be live with it and really like deal with oh that's not working and you know like it's it's you got to get some. A you lot gotta of be time. switched yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, it's been rewarding learning it. Or? Yeah, yeah, really re- rewarding. I think that's why I'm like so into it because it's a little bit of a challenge. So mm. I started DJing digitally like five or six years ago. Yeah, and got heaps into it from there. But obviously, it becomes a bit boring, and you just mm. you just end up playing with effects too much and just making yeah. the whole yeah, mix yeah, just yeah, sound yeah. rubbish. Yeah. So then vinyl was the natural progression after that, which yeah. I'm like so into now. Like, mm. I absolutely love it. And then on the side I've been starting to produce (laughs) (laughs) no no it's it's completely difficult in its own way yeah yeah yeah, the I guess the hardware stuff just a bit more of a creative output but yeah well that's that's an interesting one because I've seen you you do a bit of illustration like painting is it painting or yeah well I run my own creative design business so mural screen printing graphic design and sign writing and like you know like kind of business branding all that sort of stuff so yeah 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 nice oh so pretty creative day job and then yeah, <laughs> creative yeah, so, hobby number one creative hobby number two <laughs> yeah so they're kind of like my two creative outputs mm. and yeah it's like kind of everything's sort of coming to fruition with it so that's yeah. really nice yeah, yeah nice and, and the actual opportunities to do live stuff like how are you going with that because i know um nate's put on with touch of loft he's put on a couple of touch of live events mm. and um by, by all accounts they're a cool special little event but yeah there's like you know that there are only so many people doing it and there's only so many people wanting to host it and it's kind of this it's an interesting sort of uh, hurdle i guess yeah i think to be honest i'm not going to have too many issues getting mm-hmm. gigs once i play my first couple so i've done yep. a whole lot of live stuff with a friend of mine kai we yep. played as a group called input and we were yep. doing like similar kind of stuff like live electronic bit more like experimental it was mm-hmm. all it was all made up on the spot so oh, wow. yeah it got like you never knew where it was going to go which was pretty fun mm-hmm. uh but it's nice to kind of do a solo one and just have mm. a little bit more control over it mm. and so i haven't actually played my solo set yet i've yep. kind of just got my whole setup sorted and yep. now i'm just kind of finishing off writing the music for it yeah yeah so yeah got a few little opportunities coming up to present that to people and i'm just gonna see how it goes yeah that's Working awesome yeah. that's awesome yeah well that's um it's one of the things we were talking about with this is oh we'll get you on for a vinyl set but um next time we get you on we'll, we'll have to get some of this hardware out and, mm. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah and you look at the people that are quite big doing the live stuff and it's unreal like leo mm. pole mr g yeah octave one yeah, like yeah, they're, yeah they're probably my three favorites and I don't think they're getting any shortage of nah, food. Nah, so. that's right. Mr. <laughs> it's a good G's, thing to to. <laughs> Mr. G's a bloody weapon. Uh, speaking of uh, the um, pod, Resident Advisor podcast before, check out his, um, uh, I don't know if it's they call it the Resident Advisor Exchange. I think that's what they call it. Like it's mm. an interview with him. 
it's awesome. He's got, he's just got all this sass and attitude about the fact that they don't give him room to dance on the stage. They, they like, he's like, he's like, I'm a performance, you know. I've got this big rig and I've got all this live stuff, and I get up on the table and don't put me on the side, you know. Yeah, I saw him at Subsonic a few years ago. Yeah, at the Paradiso stage, and that was unreal. Like, yeah. it absolutely blew my mind. He's That's a weapon, eh? Pretty much what inspired yep. me to do the live yep. thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I won tickets to see him uh years ago with trust me and chaos in the cbd same gig um at, at um when the imperial hotel was cranking in sydney and that was um yeah it's fucking awesome it yeah really, really so good, good. Really, really, really good <laughs> but um anyways you got another one for us what are we, what are we where are we jumping into now yeah so i thought i'd take it back a little bit this is a little bit of 90s hip-hop and it is vocab by the fugees yeah this is the Fugees, refugees, about to take you on a journey into the dimensions of the book of basement, the basement's word. Uh. Hey yo, one, two, three, uh-huh. the crew is called refugees, uh-huh. and if you come for test the rap style uh-huh. stop the violence and just bring it on, why yo? Listen to Coogee rap way back when B 
before guns became gats and run the MC used to ask Mary what she bugging I love PE they kept me conscious of what I was saying African big bada poor righteous teacher God within myself so what maybe a five percent sell la di da di up we like to party but my jam was BDP with my philosophy said Grandmaster Flash MC Melly Bell then LL Cool J came with Rock the Bells see I'm known for the crew like a Jew is a Jew like Apollo got the boo like the big got the brew like the fool got the Manchu Shaka got the Zulu Hawaii got the Honolulu I got the rap blues so skip the bop bop you don't stop you do the rock rock from hip hop to bebop from bebop to Right, hey, from uh, the Fuji's or Fuji's 1996, the score. Yeah, Fucking, good album. Um, I gotta admit, I uh, did not know that Fuji's were that good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I only sorry. knew I only knew that like the the main sort of stuff you hear on the radio to this day, and you just kind of. Oh yeah, you think you know what that is, and then you realise I actually know they were, you know, different bands just had that random hit or whatever. Mm. But they've actually got a back catalogue; it's pretty solid. Yeah, so nice. I just got back from Japan a few months ago, and the hip hop over there is amazing. Like, there's just so much of it over there, and so cheap as well. So, picked up that while I was over there, and this one as well. Thought we'll get straight into it while mm. we're on the hip hop train. Yeah, do it. Bit do of it. tribe called Quest. Baseline in this one's so good. <laughs> up everybody the bottom line i'm a black intellect but i'm refined we precision like the bullet target bound just living like a hookup the harlot sounds now when i say the harlot you know i need the hot heat of the equator the broth that's in the pot jalik jalik you wind up your hip drafting of the poets i'm the number seven pick licks 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 boy on your backside licks 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 boy on your backside Listen to the fate of Shahid, let's it glide Took the earthly body, heaven's on my side Even in Santa Domingo, and I got a gringo We got mics, when do we go? Know a little nigga who can rhyme when you ask me Short, dark, and plus his voice is vast like One for the trouble, two for the bass You know the style tip, it's time to flip this I like my beats hard like two-day-old shit Steady eating booty MCs like cheese cakes My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode to have a crush on doing for men vote it's not like honey dick would want to get with me but just in case i own my condoms then you'll see now the formula is this me tipping ali for those who can't count it goes one two three the yeah, empty ram right i'm big up is who i be brothers find it's hard to do but never me some others try to dip for malik you see him bitching me not care about them dbmc but shit is hitting trini gladiator anti-hesitator shaheed push the fader from here to grenada the energetic, who me sound pathetic? When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic?
a tweet. I got a humdinger coming hook, line, and sinker. The Timbo hoofs with the prints on the ground. Timbo's on the toes. I like the way it's going down. Down like a lady of the evening. When it goes in, text, just believe it's in. Cause Queens is the county, Jamaica is the place. Take off your piece, cause you can't win the race. race, race. actually got the the low end theory that album by them fucking hell it's always what i put on at the end like like when it's like all right it's time for bed let's just like chill out like yeah most of the time i'll get to the end of it too just yeah yeah. fucking so good i picked that one up in japan as well oh really 15 dollars for the double (laughs) lp it's crazy (laughs) speaking of japan man that's um that's some probably some of the most fun i've ever had in my life has Mm. been over there just digging around in um tokyo tokyo were you, were you yeah in i went to osaka kyoto and tokyo fuck how, how what were the scenes like in the other cities was there much much of a record scene that you really could- cool really cool wow, so <laughs> obviously tokyo is like the yeah. go-to place yeah and kyoto is from what people say like the much more traditional side of yeah. japan which it is but I found some amazing record stores there. Like I went into this one place and it was just full of cardboard boxes. Like you yeah. walk in and it was just like just all these random boxes. Anyway, I asked the guy if he had any house. And he went, oh yeah, over there in the corner. Went and dug through and there was, I don't know, 15 crates of like 90s deep house. And yeah. so I was just digging through, just finding the most amazing stuff for so that, cheap. That's, that's, make, that's yeah. what I, I got out so of there. They, they, like the... Um, the care they have with their records, they've all got a sleeve and they're all catalogued really well and looked after really well. And then you get like, yeah, 15 bucks. I was getting like Moody Man and like, uh, so I got like Moody Man, Mike Huckabee, Rick Wade. I got like uh, Matthew Herbert, like all this awesome 90s shit. So good. And I was just like, there are some serious bucket list records here. And it's just like in the, the used, like, but yeah, as you say, there was like a, like a, I don't know, like two or three meter section, which was like, Oh, that's the Detroit section. Yeah, which, yeah it's uh, unreal. Which I actually have on my shelf too. I've got like my Detroit shelf. So good. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, it was it was so good. I I was in Tokyo for like a week, um, with the intention of like going somewhere else and checking some other stuff out, like Osaka or or whatever. Um, but I just loved it so much. We just stayed there the whole mm, like we, so we had two weeks left that. and uh, you know, Beck would go for a wander with her like uh camera and just tell all those photography days and i'd just be she'd be like oh what did you check out today same thing as yesterday <laughs> so i was just in the same three record stores actually the 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 artwork for this podcast is a photo of uh, me in a um in a record store in tokyo so nice, yeah. <laughs> i would definitely recommend that to anyone that likes buying records oh, go shit, to yeah. japan so oh, amazing so good so much fun and that's actually where i found like my favorite venue of all time um oath ayama um, I literally bought a stack of records, went to the guy behind the shelf. I was like, where can, and Google Translate, like, where can I find this music live? Mm. And then chit-chat, chit-chat with the other guys. And then they're going, all right, I've written down this address. I've gone to this, like, little club. And it was like, I don't know, like 
20 person capacity so good oh man it was the best ever and um i heard they recently moved um actually so a little um sad to hear that they're not in that little cafe spot but um i'd actually gone there and then i came back another couple years but later and found out there was a whole bottom floor but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd been there like four times over the two years and it was only the very last night at the very last bit i sort of noticed it actually had a separate section so it wasn't just a 20 person yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it like, it's really interesting though like in australia and a lot of other places people are like oh, i want to throw the biggest party possible mm. you know we want a thousand people in yeah. this huge warehouse which yeah. is great like that's heaps mm. of fun but in japan it's like and yeah like a little 20 person capacity room mm. amazing sound system amazing yep. lighting yeah beautiful rotary mixes turntables yeah. cdjs everything like they've just absolutely nailed just turn quality the size. Up, yeah, yeah quality <laughs> up to 11 and so good. the quantity will be what it'll be kind of thing yeah yeah no it's incredible so i got a bunch of like 90s house records that i wanted to play in the mix but while we're on the kind of hip-hop soul section i want to play this one by macy gray Bring it. Fuck that for you. Fuck, 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 fuck that for you. Fuck that for you.
Everything I just said about Fuji's, I could say again about that Macy Gray tune. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> that was a beautiful track, man. Yeah, that was really so awesome. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I heard Missy Elliott just is uh, just dropped first album in thirteen years, actually wow. uh, yesterday. So I haven't listened to it yet, but I was like, cool. Oh, I haven't. Shit. Yeah, I haven't listened to much of her, but I'll definitely check it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it's um, just uh, reminded me. Like now, after listening to you play those couple of tunes, I'm like, fuck, man, I've got to go back and rethink what i think of who i think about <laughs> that, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that stuff's amazing like it's so uplifting mm, i love it yeah yeah really well produced too like oh, um like yeah. a, um i think that's my favorite uh production uh probably of any kind is the 90s hip-hop kind of um mm. and so like the, the they had that perfect blend of like getting a lot of soul and jazz samples and and bits and pieces and disco samples and things like that and just being able to use them funk especially obviously yeah um and um yeah just that that warm production is is it is that the the gear do you reckon that they're using like that real analog sort of i think that would have a big impact on it like Mm. well hip-hop was made on mpcs like that's the mpc like kind of birthed hip-hop because of all the choppiness and the sampling and everything and the old mpcs sound so so good because they're all i don't know what it is i don't know if it's because of their analog or the circuitry or whatever it is but they just sound so crunchy Mm. and so warm yeah yeah Yeah, it's incredible warm warms the word isn't it Mm. with all this like production stuff it's just there's this warmth to it i mean that's the you know one of the terms that gets thrown around when people talk about why i listen to vinyl you know is there some warmth to it or something like that but yeah that's um all right so we've had uh, some ambient we've had uh fujis with the score we've had a tribe called quest with oh my god we've had um and that ambient tune by the way i fucking wish i could pronounce things that, um, <laughs> the ep is called blue canvas <laughs> yeah, so sorry, yeah. that's a and, start <laughs> yeah, the, the track's called morning breeze and we've got um so i wanted to get into this next one and i'm really intrigued by this record so it is blackwater and from my knowledge that track was written by Octave One, except I found this in a record store in Manchester and it says 100 birds on it. I don't know if that's the artist or if it's a remix or like a cover or something, but it's got the same strings, the same, it's the same track, but it's like it's being covered by a different group. So it's a little bit confusing and I'm really open to anyone's knowledge of this record, but have a listen and enjoy it. Thank you. 
the Jeff Mills exhibitionist live oh, thing. Cool. Yeah, or that that sample at least. That, yeah. That te- that, tune that's got that sample in it hey, yeah, take yeah, that, yeah. Cool. it's like this one's just a bit of a jazzed up version it's yeah really nice. yeah
that's about as good as it gets in terms of that proper song. I mean, I've been listening to Marvin Gaye lately, like just doing my homework basically, and he's fucking amazing. But that, that percussion in the background that was real prevalent in that soul coming out by those guys, like when they grab it into a deep, uh, you know, deep as in soulful deep house tune, you know, mm. like and, and really turn it up to 11 like that, I've uh, – I'm gone. That's that's yeah, as that's good as so it gets nice, for me. It's it? just like it ticks all the boxes. It's dancey, sounds good, loud, but there's something like important there, like, like yeah. you know, really musical about it. Other than as as you say, like you, you can get the digital options can be really really interesting, and you can do really artistic stuff with it. But it's yeah, you can't personal, beat a personal good taste, player, can you? You can't, you can't, you can't yeah. beat it. And that 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 uh, beautiful hook there. Um, just been teased through the yeah, whole the time. Yeah, the little vocal. Oh, so nice. Yeah. So nice. That's unreal. I'm definitely written that one down in my discogs <laughs> and uh, yep, add to want list. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just saying, I think that's something that I've noticed with buying all these records from the 90s is they're called Deep House mm. and there's a whole lot of Deep House now and the two are just so drastically different. They're mm. both really, really good. But I think the main difference is just the piano playing, like in the yeah. old tracks. Like I think a lot of the artists just must have been a lot more kind of hands-on with the piano because they've just got all these beautiful chord progressions. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually, I actually think that what, what, what you can hear as well, like with the, obviously the analog gear being pretty much the only option in that decade as well. And uh, I think their sampling skills and they're way more hands-on with their sampling as in that was all the records that their parents had, you know, mm. like actual genuine soul fan and jazz and funk mm. fans. Whereas I'm sort of doing it as a, oh, that's a history lesson. I've got to go back, yeah. dig out stuff that I never listened to before because these guys from the 90s held it so highly and now I'm, I'm listening and going, wow, it's really special music and yeah. it's great, you know. And I, I think the word deep, I don't know whether it was 2000, like you know, from there it became a pitch thing. Rather than so much yeah, a yeah. Uh, you know like a emotive sort of description of the of the music, so yeah, yeah. you see <laughs> you see deep on pretty much every flyer yeah, like, on the right. planet nowadays. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you know, uh, I, I think yeah, no, there's there's definitely still some cats doing some really good stuff. Like I think uh, like Baz does a really good job of being like that thicker, down pitched, deep house, but like still quite having quite a lot of good soulful elements. That definitely reminded me a lot of like some of the raw cut vibes on um, the Motor City Drum Ensemble stuff. I'm a real big fan of him and obviously he's a German producer, but him calling himself the Motor City Drum Ensemble being a reference to Detroit anyway. Um, yeah, and, and real heavy on the sampling and stuff like that. That's um, it's gorgeous. But um, anyways, I'm glad I don't have to follow that. You're going <laughs> to have a bit of a mix now. And um, so what, what, what are we thinking? You're just going to go for a bit of a wander or? Yeah, just going to see what happens. Yeah. Should be interesting. Just going to yeah. start out with a few of the records I bought in Japan and yeah, see where it takes us. Yeah. All right, awesome. I'm going to go get a beer. Hey, hey grab <laughs> us one as well. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. 
British producer Solar House, aka Callum Walker, one of his many releases on large records out of the US in the early noughties. Love a bit of jazzy stuff, and that was a bit of a phase in that time period. We've got Zoot in the mix for the next hour. Nineteen ninety-eight, Frankie Feliciano, out of the U.S. on the Night Grooves label. This is the real thing. One of those great EPs with um, saxophone samples, bongo beats, just the groove and the actual track. Great little tool for the bag.
Zoot's keeping it early noughties with his 2003 release. By no tension, unfinished business, the morning's gone mix out of London on Chili Funk Records. time favourites Pepe Braddock out of France Synthese is the album with Vermeule the track 1998 this uh, album come out and it's a massive one on my uh, want list 
Back-to-back tracks from 1998 from Zoot in the Mix. We've now got the Tim Gant Project featuring Roberta Thomas on vocals, Party Lights, Party Nights, out on the Deep Soul Records, a label you would have had to have seen if you've ever dug through some dusty crates. Out of the US... Fucking listen to that low end. That sounds modern as fuck, but this is a 1996 release on the Suburban label. Out of the US, it's Soul Revival with Carpathia Jenkins on vocals when the spirit moves.
remember the first time that you heard house music? Where were you at? What were you doing? Were you in a club dripping hot sweat, letting the house music fill your body? Were you at home listening to radio going, what is that? House music comes down from heaven, just enters your body, hits you right there. You know what I'm talking about, right there. Just let the rhythm fill your body. Just, just hit that, that spot, feel the bass. Music, all the house heads know what I'm talking about. Who the real house heads? Yeah. 2001. We got Shuffle Incorporated with Remember Chicago. Close your eyes. Just feel that. Just feel it. House. This is house music. Let it move you. Think about what house is saying. Saying be free. Wanna do, it's gonna be all right. These are the house music themes coming down soulful. Yeah, just let it move you, let it move your body, move your soul, let your mind go, release the tension.
play here we've got from 1996 an absolutely belter of a release various artists future sound of paris three discs in this one and uh this is the magenta cut she's a model had a nice skim through the rest of the tracks here and they are fucking unreal Thank you. 
2018. We've got Lauren Lowe sung with Worthless on the Worthless EP out on Reliance Recordings.
Seb Zito's Appetizer EP 2017 out of the UK on uh, Hunt Records. This is the Janare remix. One of the fellas who's uh, deep in the Yoyaku roster. Good collab here. Getting the UK fellas confused with the Yoyaku. Big support on that.
the top of his game in 2014. We've got Diego Kraus. This is the B1 track of the Untitled from the Unison Wax number three release. This might actually be the only one of the Unison Wax releases I don't have.
bit of W Minimal here with uh, Blind Vision Records, parent label of Blind Vision Dubs actually, the very first track I played on uh, this podcast. 
observe one. It's R.A.P. Great little EP from 
Alrighty, I've just jumped on for a bit of back-to-back action with Zoot. This track's one of my current favourites, actually, of uh, my new favourite label, uh, Aesthetic. First release on that is a nice little various artist. This track's the B2 by Psy called Cosmic Waves. Out of the UK.
Wizards throwing something on from the Fuse label. It's Rich Next, one of the original residents of the label, and uh, the track's called Eight. It's a vinyl-only track on the Brigade EP, and it's actually the remix by the label boss, Enzo Siragusa.
Just to be cheeky, I've thrown another Enzo Siragusa track on, although this one's the Christy Cons remix of the Little Angel track out on the Infused sub-label. I wonder what is our policy on uh, playing back-to-back tunes from the same producer.
Come back in 2014 on the legendary German label 8-Bit Records. We've got Tosillo. We've tried again. Tidy little vinyl-only release from uh, Item uh, from the relatively undiscovered little label in Germany called Brooks. I think we have five releases, but they're all really good.
Well, we got this far without some Archie Hamilton. But you can't have a mix like this without the man in there. From 2016, Archie Hamilton with Shake on the Be Chosen label.
While we're throwing legends on there, I figure we need some uh, Lesie Hush. Regular on this podcast. It's the uh, 2009 release on his own label, B-Side Maths.
very active in the last two or three years. It's disc. Not like known about disc, but uh, this is off the uh, Black Loops vinyl only label out of the Netherlands. Solness.
we've got from the One Records label out of the UK, one and only Io Mullen with Nah Letnam. heap of stuff that I haven't heard on your SoundCloud that's for sure that was cool I mean aside from the obvious like hip hop and Macy Gray and yeah that <laughs> was good fun yeah, yeah cheers for having us no thanks man it was it was cool I really liked um, you know through that um, first sort of set it was real like 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 an exhibition of like alright we're gonna do some really like sample heavy stuff from the 90s and then just bridge it through some like deeper stuff and then mm. yeah, now, now we've been going back to back with some some minimal juicy stuff yeah, so yeah that was good yeah, it was nice good little progression yeah no it was, it was good man um yeah look I, I was i mean this week i was listening to your um sash set which is really good i think like every single track on there i was like oh this has got like it's like half half ingredients of like a, a deep house warm-up set but a like sort of a smooth sort of summary minimal set mm. and then i was listening to was it your 404 you did a mix of the 404 yeah, podcast yeah. yeah that was good as well like 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 different sound again and yeah and what I heard, back. yeah and what i heard from you today is different again so it's kind of 
I'm really keen to. It's it's one of those things like every time I see you play, I'll be like, oh well, I'm not sure what you're gonna do, so I'm gonna better go check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, so cool. Good on you, keeping a. Oh well, at least at least keeping yourself interested at the very least for. Yeah, it's nice sounds. to mix it up. I think just from seeing so many DJs play quite similar and repetitive sets, like obviously mm. house music is yeah. repetitive in yeah. its nature, yeah. but yeah, I'm just trying to keep it interesting and mix it up and mm. make sure that you know people hear something that they might not usually hear so yeah well i'm i'm real keen to uh see you pull on that that um thread of all that like old analog 90s stuff i'd like to if i can be stoked to be booked on a gig uh bill with you and <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. team up and, and come up with a plan and uh yeah bring some of that stuff because i don't think um, sure. i certainly don't think like people of our age don't hear that sort of stuff and uh, it you know as much as they could and i think it's like definitely got a worthwhile place for sure you know yeah 100 percent. like i've only kind of just discovered it in the last couple of years so yeah. i'm still learning about it myself yeah, so yeah 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 hopefully there's some more opportunities to share that music with people yeah, coming shit, up yeah shit yeah all right well man thanks heaps for coming on is heaps of fun fucking um where can people get you like uh, just facebook soundcloud that yeah sort of got soundcloud facebook um i think that's yeah, all you need isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll post some links in the thing oh and um yeah, man, looking forward to, um, well, I was, I'm sure I'll see you at Subsonic and uh, 100%. many of the other um, little romps that we've got around town. Um, but, yeah, look, good to see you, bud. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for your time, and uh, it was good fun. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Cheers, bro. Oh, thanks for that, man. Cool. Yeah, that was definitely, fun. Definitely us. keen to, um, I'll, I'll quickly show you. Oh, I better not grab yeah, that. Yeah. It's still recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you what, uh, yeah.